0: All right, everyone. I'm back here with my co host, Freddie. Freddie, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. Back in effect. Back, back in the full swing of things, right? <laughs> Thank God. I mean, you know, it's like back to school, so it's back to work. So
1: here we are. Right,
0: right, right. We had to take the summer off mm-hmm. to decompress. There wasn't much traveling happening over here. No, not on my
1: side either. But I think I've done a lot for the last two years that I haven't done anything. I made up for it. Yeah. So
0: So, tell us what we're going to talk about today, Freddie.
1: Okay. Today I decided that we're going to be talking about dating in the new world order or NWO. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Instead of like NWA, is NWO, but, you know, I thought that, you know, all the things that we've been kind of like seeing in social media lately with these men's and their women and stuff, I said, you know what, I think that this would be a very good uh, topic to talk about, um, because even though I am not in the dating world, however, I still feel affected by what I'm seeing online.
0: Right, and and my my big toe is in the dating pool, <laughs> I don't have my full foot in there. My mm-hmm. big toe um, is in the dating pool. And the reason it's not my pinky toe is because I did create a hinge profile about maybe a month ago. Really? Um, no success. Okay. No success. And I'm not really that active on it mm-hmm. because I'm still very weary and leery. But my, too. yeah, but my big toe is okay. in the dating pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My prayers go out to you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like I I don't even know what to say about, about what's happening here. Like my you – know, just last night, actually, I was just like, what's going to happen with me? Like what's going to happen with like relationships and love and all this other uh-huh. stuff? Because if I have to rely on these apps, I think I may be single forever. Oh,
1: I know, I know. But then it's like you also hear about these love stories as well of people who've met online and, you know – Family and friends thought they were crazy and it actually works out. So it's like I'm a romantic at heart. So a lot of times I'm rooting for stories like this. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, girl, p- put put two extra prayers in the prayer box I for will, me. I will, I will. But I know <laughs> dating is the ghetto, so, you know. <laughs> it is the ghetto. It's the ghetto. I don't even, like, what's worse than ghetto? Whatever's worse than ghetto is dating. yes. Yes. All right, so let's talk about some of these, these, these things we've been seeing, I guess, in the news um, that has, I guess, further led us to believe that dating is worse than the ghetto.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to bring up Nick Cannon. I know you spoke about him I several <laughs> times. don't want to hear him. <laughs> But I feel like I need to talk about Nick Cannon (laughs) because he's on baby number 10. You know, I I think I've had an argument with someone where we were actually arguing between if it was number nine and number 10. But, you know, I always got my receipts and I'm like, no, homeboy is on number 10, (laughs) you know. And I supposedly I heard that he's in the works for another one.
0: I I I think there are a few. No, no, no. I was watching an interview not too long ago where he said that there are a few in the making. So and, you know, with Nick Cannon, he drops it like like how Beyoncé drops albums the night before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how he drops the right, news. Right, right, so right. I think there may be, the way that that interview sounded, there may be two more cooking. Oh, my God.
1: And, and you know... And it's like, the reason why I bring him up and, you know, and why we kind of like, you know, the catchphrase, New World Order, because obviously we know that, you know, the way that things are happening right now, we're definitely in the end times. And, you know, Mm -hmm. what we were taught when we were growing up, you meet someone, you, you know, you, you uh, get married and you have a family is no longer a thing. You know, now it's just like, how many people can I procreate with? And, um, And hey, and then move on to the next, you know what I'm saying? And with Nick Cannon, the reason why I brought him up is because, you know, a lot of times people saw him as wearing uh, the turbans all the time, right? And I'm like, what is up with this daggone turban? I was like, (laughs) is this a fashion statement or what? But then I didn't realize that I believe, don't quote me on it, but I believe that he's an Israelite. And so with that being said, you know, I've been on a lot of rooms and, you know, clubhouse is my thing, y'all. I've been (laughs) in a lot of rooms and I've been in a lot of rooms and I learned about a new term. I've always known about polygamy, but I never knew about polygyny. And polygyny is where a man has more than one wife or in this new age that we live in. Partner mm-hmm. and they all live together, and he is the one that takes care of everyone, and he pretty much procreates. So, possibly, this is what Nick Cannon is doing, and he's technically practicing his belief. So if he's able to have all these children and he's technically able to financially take care of them, I don't know if he's going to be able to split his time emotionally. He will not. You know, um, we already know that Mariah Carey has no issues as far as when it comes to financial aspects. Yes. You know, so he doesn't have to worry about the twins. But all the other girls...
0: Right. Especially the wild and out girl. How much is wild and out paying her? (laughs) How much is she getting paid? You know,
1: you know, know? so it's just like, I, I, I I pulled back and, you know, and I tried my best not to be quote unquote judgy, but more to be on the other side of like understanding in the sense of, is this what he's practicing or is he just being loose?
0: Well, here's my take on Nick Cannon. (laughs) I'm very well familiar with the Israelites because uh, my son's father was an Israelite for I the didn't first. Know that. Yes, for the first, I guess throughout my entire six years being with him, Look he at was. That. We
1: always learned something. New I know, on
0: show. I know. He, he he he's not an Israelite anymore, mm-hmm. so you know. But it was very interesting times when didn't I want was, to procreate more with you. Um, um, yeah, he did, but you know what? The Lord said no. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said, "The buck stops here." Yes, yes the yes. Lord, the Lord stepped in, mm-hmm, and I was actually, mm-hmm, I was praying. Praise God. I was praying. Listen, and the Lord answers <laughs> prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, is he now? This makes a lot of sense. You know that he he could that he could actually be an Israelite because there's actually different types of Israelites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't they don't all practice in the same way. Mm-hmm. There's some that believe in Jesus. There's some that actually go by by the term like Hebrews, right? Um. So I don't know what sect, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nick I think, Cannon. I think we need to dig into, to little, dig into you know? this to find out what mm-hmm. sect he's in. My issue with Nick Cannon is I understand, you know, he's practicing this. If, if he is, in fact, practicing mm-hmm. this religion of having babies all over the place. Mm-hmm. But I think that when we're talking about the black family, right, and we talk about black wealth, Mm -hmm. generational wealth, and, like, what it means to really be a family, I Mm -hmm. know that that definition is changing every single day. But whether it's two women, two men, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, these 10 children, even Mariah Carey, who's good, you know, financially Mm -hmm. and everything, nothing beats a father. And we had our earlier episodes talking about, you know, our fathers Mm -hmm. and and relationships. Right. And I just feel like he is intentionally, maybe not maliciously, but intentionally creating broken homes all over. Absolutely. These kids are not going, none of these kids, like maybe one this week, one next week, but none of these kids are going to have the benefit of being raised in a two-parent household unless, I don't know what the uh, contract is between Nick and these women, unless he allows for them to marry or have a you know, a, a partner, uh-huh. and then that's how that child will have a two-parent uh-huh, household. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But outside of that, these kids will never have the benefit of waking up every day and seeing uh-huh. their parents interact and seeing how relationships uh-huh. are supposed to, you know, the good and the bad. Uh-huh. That's why I'm like, w- you're being irresponsible. If he had these 10 kids right. with one woman, or even uh-huh. maybe two women, we could say he could split his, if that's his life, you uh-huh. know, split the household. But all these women are not living under the same roof. Well, this
1: is what I was thinking because, like I said, in the rooms that I were in, actually the the, the ladies um, that called in were living with the man Mm -hmm. and with the other woman. Mm -hmm. In some cases, it was an Israelite home. In other cases, it was a uh, Muslim home. Mm -hmm. And so they discussed how they felt... um, forms of jealousy when the new wife came in you mm-hmm. know and she was the top priority and then the other ones were kind of like old news right Right, and so they were left to take care of the home while the new one was being praised and mm-hmm. this and that so even with that being said that let's just say you know for conversation's sake that let's just say all the baby moms live together mm-hmm. in the same household they still would not get the full attention that they would need because he would have to juggle himself right. between all of the women and the children Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, and we already know, I believe once again, don't quote me. He's had an autoimmune. Uh, disease. Yeah. He has lupus. lupus right. Mm-hmm. So therefore this has to be stressful. You know what I mean? Right. You're not Superman. Um, And so this can kind of also affect your health or unless maybe there's something that you know that we don't know and you feel that this is something that you have to do to get it out of your system because, you know, something is coming on down the line.
0: Right. Because I've had heard that as well, too, because he has lupus and I don't know if it's progressing, but they're saying that, you know, because he has this disease. Uh-huh. There's this desire to populate the, like to leave as, as much legacy as possible uh-huh. um, before he dies. Right. Like at, after baby number five, I thought that he was going to die the next month. Cause I'm uh-huh. like, cause I had heard this early on, okay. but now I see it's been at least what a year uh-huh. or two uh-huh. and he's uh-huh. still going at it. Uh-huh. Strong. I'm just like, what's the prognosis? Mm -hmm, You know mm -hmm. what I
1: Uh mean? (laughs) (laughs) What's the prognosis or, you know, as far as like, what is the the, the deadline when it comes to either you going on to the next life or stop
0: creating life? You know what I mean? One or the
1: other. And then the other thing also that I always like question, I say to myself, I'm like, do people not get STDs anymore?
0: Well, from what I hear... I hear that again when I had mentioned the contract thing before. Mm-hmm. He does have some strict protocols with these women. I think they have to sign paperwork. Mm. They have to do they have to do blood work. They have to do um, uh, screenings. Because I don't remember if he himself, actually he was talking about this. I don't remember mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it was on Drink Champs or mm-hmm, who he was mm-hmm, talking mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. this. But he did mention, he's like, because I have an autoimmune disorder. I cannot be out here just catching stuff. So they everybody has so to, to go. Intentional. This is it's intentional. not intentional. It's know.
1: not even a whoopsie. Oh no, he's
0: not whoops. No, no, no. These are these kids are are intended. Like he's he's intentionally procreating. But the question is, sir, when are we going to stop? Because now it's like again for me being in a broken home, mm-hmm. I am just seeing all of the, you know, all of the little broken homes he's leaving behind. Right. The broken
1: homes, the 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 issues that you're going to be creating mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to um Daddy issues, right? Um, also, um, attachment issues mm-hmm. because daddy's at this mommy's house and then he's at that mommy's house, and you know, this is the favorite brother or the favorite sister, or you know, now we're doing sports and we're doing you know, recitals and whatnot, and I can't split myself mm-hmm. between 10 children, right? You know,
0: right? And people that's talked about. People also talked about, you know, well, it's his money. He could do whatever he wants. I'm like, it's not even about money at this time. Because I think we could all say that choose money or choose the presence of your father. Uh Most of us. Maybe not everybody, but most of us would say we would have wanted to see our father at that recital uh, instead yes. of him, you know, doing overtime to get me a Fendi bag. Exactly, exactly. Because at the end of the
1: day, you don't want to be the kid that doesn't have your parents show up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I've definitely been that kid. Oh yeah, me too. You know, on both sides where my dad definitely wasn't showing up because he left when I was seven and my mom didn't show up because she was at work trying yeah. to take care of us. Same thing. So therefore, I was this latchkey kid that used to go to things where the parent is supposed to show up and I always was the one who didn't have the parents Around or worst case scenario, I would have like you know, an uncle because I Mm -hmm. needed a ride home, so he was technically my ride, but then he was also my face of whatever my parental Mm -hmm. uh, uh, guidance coming in to be like. And they're like, Oh, is this your dad? And I got to be like, No, it's really my aunt's boyfriend.
0: Not even an uncle, not even a real uncle. Not a real uncle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why are you putting me in this situation?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's bad enough. Now I got to be like, I think this is my, my cousin's boyfriend's (laughs) friend. It's
1: weird, you know? And it's just like, people just think because you have money that therefore it's just like, you could just do whatever you want to do. But with everything, there's always going to be some form of consequence. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not intentional, even if he's just practicing his religion There's going to be issues down the line. You just can't avoid it. Yeah, and I
0: feel like this society is not the society of, like, the 1900s, right? The early 1900s or 18th century Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where, you know, this was common, right? Because people will say, oh, my great-great-grandfather had, like, a million wives or whatever. Well, that was probably, you know, the custom, the mores of that land, that time in Nigeria Mm -hmm. or wherever, Mm -hmm. right?
1: And And we're not living on a farm.
0: No, we're not. We're not living in the in those times yeah. at all, like at all, right. at all, at all, and so I think it's 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 misguided for people to say that. Well, you know, he has money; he can take care of them. Money mm. is not all that's required, especially for children. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So let's talk about your boy Neo because oh, I, I know was you were like, I know Neo. you were. You had you had sent me a <laughs> little message like, uh, "What's going on with your boy?"
1: <laughs> man, you know, it's it's it's. it's mm. I love me some Neo. Okay. I love and, Neo and too. On the R&B side, that's my homie. Mm-hmm. I love his music. I can't say anything negative about it. And with that being said, sometimes when you listen to the music, you feel like you know these people, mm-hmm. you know? But then it's like when you start hearing these stories, you're like, Neo? Like, I didn't even know, you know? And so therefore, now, Neo currently, not only is he divorcing his wife, Crystal, I believe yes, her Crystal. name is, um, he's in a three way relationship and all the, you know, the,
0: People in this relationship know of each other and they're happy. Yeah, see, here's here's the thing. I am not shocked with Neo because Neo, Neo has told us in his, music, <laughs> in his
1: songs, yes, he said he has has told so many us, times
0: he has told us lie to me, which is one of my favorite songs for him. He has told people, he said, lie to me. I don't I don't want to know the truth, lie to me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He has the recent song, um, what is it? I have it here. Don't Love Me. Don't Love Me. Don't Love Me. His, one of his recent songs, Don't Love Me. Wow. So... I'm like, this is one of the, the classic example of when somebody tells you who you who they are. Believe it. <laughs> believe <them>. it <believe laughs> <Believe them>. Man, <laughs> I'm going to go back and start listening to these songs and be listen, like, yo, yup, there you go. Listen, Miss Independent. Oh, like, God. You, there's uh-huh. like a subtitle. So I am not shocked. I've been hearing stories about Neo for quite some time, even with his wife or ex-wife, Moneta. Moneta. Yes. Which I, you know, I watch her on, you know, the Real Housewives of Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. She's Candy's friend. So I see oh. her and her, you know, her husband. Mm-hmm. And she looks like he's living her best life outside nice. of Neo. Nice. But, yeah, Neo has told us. Um, but this, but when you told me about the the, 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 the threesome, the uh-huh. foursome, or whatever uh-huh. that is, I'm like, come on now, Neo. And this is a
1: three-way relationship. All partners are aware of each other, you know. And, um once again, back to Polyginny. I don't know if that's what he's practicing, but mm. in this case, he's actually confirming to the world that these ladies are my girlfriends. Wow. And we're all happy together. How they split their time, I don't know. I don't know if they, I don't believe they all live in the same household. Mm-hmm. But all I know is that Crystal wasn't having it anymore,
0: you know? I mean, and as, as she should not right. be having you
1: know, it. She, you saw you saw that uh, big, long Dear John letter that she yes. put on Instagram. <laughs> Um, you know, and I felt bad for her, you know, and people were kind of like getting at her like, this is something that you need to talk about behind closed doors. You need to, you need, you don't need to post it on Instagram. I mean, I wouldn't have posted on Instagram. Yeah, me But either. then at the same token, it's just like, I kind of feel like she felt like she had to do something to defend herself because people are laughing at you. Right. They're saying like, oh, how could you allow him, you guys we divorcing the first time around and somehow he ringed you back and he mm-hmm. remarried him or right whatever. i i watched the whole spectacle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's just like i feel for her you know and then now it's like i believe that they're going to be starting to uh fight for uh crystal's fighting for alimony
0: yes and he said not a nan yes so it's like what do you
1: do you know and i feel that because that the relationship is public we're there we're we're seeing what's happening Um, you know, we're for the shenanigans because it's interesting. Yes. But this is her real life, you know, and I'm sure there are a lot of females outside of the limelight who are going through something similar like this and a lot of times we'll say, well, why would she say because look what's happening to Crystal now. Now that I'm trying to live, now I'm trying to move forward, I still want to enjoy the the lifestyle that I had previously Mm -hmm. but I can't do this because this a-hole over here is not trying to cover that. So who am I now outside of Neo because before that I think I was
0: a video vixen Mm hmm. Yeah. She was some sort of like dominatrix stuff because like, I was just like, see, this is the problem. Why'd you marry her? <laughs> this is the problem. Dominatrix? Cause, you yeah. just giving
1: me stuff that I didn't even know. Yeah,
0: I was looking through the profiles because, you know, I also have the, the, the research gene and I was just like. I'm like, what is happening here? So I think that there was a certain appeal that she had and he was into it. Mm-hmm. But I think with Neo's history and, you know, what he's told us in his music mm-hmm. that he like he like he's not here for a long time. You right. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like he's moving forward. Mm-hmm. But it, it is sad that he's giving her such a hard time because I think when I, I read uh, an article about it, not only is he said that she's not entitled to any um, alimony. He's like, she needs to get a job. Um, he apparently is also fighting for full custody of the kids. So I'm like, is he trying to have his girlfriends take care of these kids? Oh, because yeah. Neil's on tour, Neil's a musician, Neil mm-hmm. is still mm-hmm. out here it's, active. It's, it's, out,
1: it's, it's for spite. Um, and unfortunately, it just, it, 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 it saddens me because, you know, as black men, we already, I don't want to say we, I'm going to say that black men in general already have a stigma when it comes to um being a father, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we've already been known to be, like, uh, the group of people, unstable relationships. Right. You know, there's a big black love movement, which I love. It's awesome and everything. But what Neo is doing is pretty much perpetuating what... Um, how the rest of the world sees us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah, I get it. You have money and this and that, flashy cars. And these women do not love you. They love the lifestyle that you provide. And there's going to be a time where you're going to be, if you're still alive, you know, you might be like Ron Isley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A zaddy now. I don't know. He, he might
0: be. I don't know if he's gonna be a zaddy with this, with his head, <laughs> with the way his I, head is I, shaped. I mean,
1: listen, Ron. Eisen <laughs> everybody for a love him.
0: <laughs> was like, ooh.
1: Then all of a sudden he came out on uh uh uh. What's that thing called? Versus. Yeah. And I was like, who is that?
0: Who the granddaddy is that? Yo.
1: <laughs> who is that? And then it was like, that's Ronald. I, I was like, no, that ain't. No, that ain't. Mm. But somehow, and you know, he recreated himself. So right. To speak, right. So is that what's going to happen to Neo? Because we're all going to get old. Him, Nick Cannon, and all of them. If they survive, they're going to get right. old at one time. And you're going to have to look back on all the things that you are doing. And then you're going to have to say to yourself, is it worth it? Because when you get sick or whatever, are those women going to be there to take care of you? Right. When you, get, when you don't have no more money, are they going to be still there holding you down? I think Crystal was trying to hold
0: you down. Right. But you done played her. Right. So Publicly. many times. How much is she going to take? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I I respect her for saying, you know what, enough is enough. Yeah. And walking away. Because a lot of people, I, I did see, like, you know, comments about, oh, you know, well, you know, you're only in it for the money anyways or whatever. Even so, mm-hmm. even if that was the case, mm-hmm. the thing is, at the end of the day, nobody deserves to be respect, disrespected no. like that. Like, homeboy literally has two girlfriends out here in the streets. And so, my question. I feel like he's channeling R. Kelly. Because he, <laughs> remember when <laughs> R. Kelly had the two girlfriends that were fighting over
1: him and Right, stuff, right. You know, and like now only Jocelyn is holding him down, but that's another story. We're not that's talking it. about that. Continue.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just find it, you know, I understand that there's a desire for everyone to want companionship. Definitely. But if you know you were ho, <laughs> you,
1: you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> just, just stay single just and stay do what you need to do. Right? And we will not have anything to say about it. Nada. You got, you got 15,000 women. That's your business. You know what I mean? We might comes with the
1: territory. it it's... comes with
0: the territory, but don't, Don't go take vows in front of God multiple times. You know what I mean? (laughs) And then still do this, this, this this nastiness. Like it's
1: too much. It's too much. It's too much. And this is the reason why I got to bring it back. Are we not getting STDs anymore? Because we have to also bring up in this whole new dating scheme of things. The young lady who currently has AIDS. That's on Instagram
0: mm. and naming names. Mm-hmm. Right. She's pointing fingers.
1: So, you know, and, um, the videos are horrifying. I don't know if anybody has seen them. The girl is super skinny. I feel sorry for her. Um, she's putting out pictures. I'm not going to name them, Mm-mm. but they're out there for you to see. Right. And it's kind of like a telling story, you know, that because she's saying she doesn't know where she got it from. She said that possibly she could have gotten it from all the free tattoos she's gotten Mm. or that she possibly could have been a gang rape situation, possibly, Mm. you know. Um, And once again, it's sad because people are living for now. They're not living for the future. They're not thinking about let me do you know, it feels good. So I'm just going to do it. There is a consequence for everything. And I'm not wishing bad on any of the people that we discussed. But also, I think that we have to put a light on the the after. Because we're just looking, oh, this is funny, this is funny. But the after. We have a young lady over here who is clearly dying. Mm -hmm. You know, they said she just recently gained a little bit of weight. Thank God for that. But she is in a bad place. And... Not only is she in a bad place, she came from the industry of the people that we're talking about right, right
0: now. Right, right. Yeah. It's, you know, that question is ST is a thing. It's funny because I can't remember the last time I heard anybody talk about somebody who has got gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis. Like we don't even hear like we hear monkey pox. We hear yeah. COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But we don't we I mean, I haven't heard. No anyone talking, no, talking about, about it anymore. And I mean, with all the babies that we see that are popping up, we know you're not using condoms. Correct. <laughs> you Correct. know what I'm saying? So Let's it's like, and we know that people are not all running to the clinic to get themselves tested before engaging in sexual activity. Right. Um, so yeah, the consequences are real. And I think that, I think people are secretly suffering with these diseases. Yeah. They're just not saying anything. Right. Right. And that's disheartening because now I think it, it leaves this idea almost as if again like it's not happening it's and not so happening. or mm-hmm. it's not happening anymore mm-hmm. like I mean, it's with an these illusion. young kids. It's like a, right. a, a old
1: wives tale. That's something of the past. Right. And that's right. not true. Yeah. That is not true. And and you know the thing is it's like because of the way that people are dating now there's no such thing as quote unquote dating where you're just let me go out on a physical date. People are meeting, they're smashing and then it's that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That that's the date. You know, and I feel scared for those who are not necessarily the people who are in the dating world who are like around my age, but I'm talking about the younger ones coming up, the 19 to the early 20, group, you know, because all they know is what's on Instagram. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All they know is what's on social media and um, all of these fake realities. And love shows. and
0: hip hop. Right. Yeah.
1: They think this is real. Yeah. It's not real. This is not life. You know what I mean? it's it's just sickening and it's like I have a hard time and listen, I was watching all of those shows, you know what I mean? But then I had to realize I was just like, you know, I have a daughter now mm-hmm. and she stuck to me like glue and whatever I watch, she wants to watch. Whatever I listen to, she wants to listen to. And so therefore I had to like consciously remove myself from certain types of program, even though I love the trash, I can't. Because she's watching me, you Mm -hmm. know, and if I'm sitting there laughing and ooh, oh oh my God, girl, did you see that? She's going to think this is the thing to do. This
0: is cool, yeah. And they're much more impressionable, I think, this particular generation. I mean... Because they have all they have all this at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the days where if there was a kissing scene, mm. we already jumped in front of the TV acting as if we're grabbing something. Exactly. Like Her, put your head down, turn the
1: other way, take a sip of water, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's it's for real. Like we understood to be embarrassed. Right. You know we knew what
0: shame was. <laughs> yeah. we, we knew <laughs> These kids have we no shame. We understood
1: the assignment. You know what I mean. These children do not understand that no. not every anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes. It's it's you know <laughs> yeah. that is so funny, but it's so true. It is true. They have
0: they these kids have no shame. No. They don't they don't they don't feel embarrassed no. at all. And like I literally sit there in awe with my son, mm-hmm. like. Like, my mom would say, you don't feel shame? Yeah. You don't feel nothing. shame. You nothing. Know, like, like, nothing. You right. know, translation. They look in your eyes. Like, nothing. Just straight.
1: Like, Basically, like, what's, what's your, your problem? problem? Right.
0: No. What's your problem? <laughs>
1: Why am I even in this room? Who is the parents?
0: Right. Yeah. Anyways, it's, let me get
1: off of my soapbox.
0: I mean, no, you know, I mean this is also a venting platform. You know, we both have kids mm-hmm. and they try us every day. They so try right. us every day. They bring up my stress level. It's to uh, the point where I'm like, how do I quit this <laughs> child? Because the doctor said I need to get I need to quit stress.
1: Right? How do I quit the child? like I want a divorce, you know what I yeah. mean? And I'm like, maybe that's why my eyes been twitching since Thursday. But, you know.
0: <laughs> you know, school school just started, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. School just started. The You're stress right. is school just started. I'm telling girl, I'm diagnosing you. I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm telling you what it is. I'm you're here. You're just to,
1: throwing gems at me. I'm all just day throwing long. gems.
0: I'm telling you. It's, you know, but
1: it's it's like an outside looking in. I'm inside dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're telling me. And then vice versa. You've had right. stuff. And
0: I'm telling you. That's why we need each other. That's why we need this show, guys. right. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Because I feel like as we work through, <laughs> we work through our lives, you guys are also like, oh, crap. That's probably right. why, why I am, you know, stressed this week. Light
1: bulb moment.
0: It is. It's a lot of light bulb <laughs> moments. I'm telling you. Oh man. Oh man. So I mean, I guess, you know, so we talked about Neo, we talked about Nick Cannon and how, you know, this this new world order, this dating in this new world order is really just kind of, I don't even know. Like it's it's scary. It's whack. (laughs) It's It's whack. It's scary. Yeah. It's stressful. Because there's anxiety. There's so much anxiety around dating. I'm telling you, like I I think that's part of my anxiety. Mm. So you know, as we were you know we're talking about you know illnesses and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I was reading a magazine earlier. Was it in in the wee hours of the mm-hmm. morning? Because you know I I sleep like a cat, so I have naps. <laughs> so I take yeah. naps. So at like four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I was reading through this anti-inflammatory. Yeah, I know. <laughs> reading
1: about anti-inflammatory <laughs> at four a.m.
0: in the morning. So one of the one of the sections was like you know in terms of what can ha- you know what can relief look like, you know, cuddling. Uh-huh. So that I, I, at four o'clock in the morning I sent the screenshot. And I sent it to my friend who oh. also has inflammatory issues. Uh-huh. She's like, so we need a boo now. And I was like, this is what the magazine is saying. And I'm like, you know what, but there is stress release when you get a hug from somebody, when there is is that cuddling, when there is. is. So I'm like, you know, it lowers cortisol levels, apparently. But I'm like, how am I supposed to get a boo in this new world order?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got if any
0: If anybody who's listening has the you know solution to this please Mm -hmm. let me know because it's not the church because the men in the church are just as bad yo
1: the men in the church are trash or gay you know and this is not to say anything about the gay community however if you're a heterosexual uh looking for a man the church is not the place to go it's It's not not. the The men are old Yes. The ones that are left, you know, probably the minister and the pastor, or they're like sleeping around with a whole bunch of women or they're gay. And so there, it's just like, what is left for those out there who want a relationship and be able to still be, you know, to practice your religion.
0: Right. Because that's a piece (laughs) that I feel like we all tend to leave out. Mm -hmm. But I think my biggest frustration and one of my friends, we were talking about this maybe a few days ago in one of my group chats. Uh, because there's a bunch of single women in these chats, right? Like, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And she was saying something like, you know, her doctor. Because, you know, the doctors, I guess, have unlocked that their, you know, relationships tend to bring about, you know, happiness, right? Okay. Um, although I believe they could be uh, a great source of stress as well, too. Absolutely. But he was like, you know, you none of your friends can introduce you to anybody. I was like, that. That is not a thing because mm-hmm. I have a lot of male friends and mm-hmm. I have appro- I have approached them and mm-hmm. I'm like, where are your friends? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I hear consistently from cousins, from my male friends, mm-hmm. oh, my friends are all trash. So then I'm like, I'm looking at you sideways because how are you then friends with only men who are trash? Mm-hmm. 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 How is this possible mm-hmm. that you are the only good one mm-hmm. out of your friend circle? I'm like, you need to reevaluate your lives.
1: Right, and then also on, on top of that, it's kind of like telling you that you know that your friends are saying that all my friends are trash, right? So then therefore it's like, um, is that where is that where the dating world is going, where there's no accountability for anything? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, I think that that's how things are set now. It's just like we're living in a world, and I've said this before, we're living in a self-absorbed world. Everybody's taking selfies all day long, right? And so people will think like, oh well, what's wrong with the selfie? You're constantly looking at yourself. You're constantly like, oh, it's all about me. Look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. In a relationship, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You need to have a little bit of something left over for that partner.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Yeah. You know, and um, it's it's really scary because the reality is people want to be in a committed relationship, right? But they don't even know how to commit to anything.
0: To, an- to anything. They're always switching jobs. They are never like they're in the gym. I mean, uh, let me not talk about the gym because me and the gym have a love hate relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's talk about the job. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me not go. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Move, let on, me, move, on, let move me on. Move on. Let me move on. Retreat. 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 <laughs> to the job you know we are a work in progress we're, okay? we're a work in progress <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be my mantra i am a work in progress yes, i am a yes, work in progress yes. and it's okay to be a work in that's progress fine, that's okay fine. but yeah they can't commit to a job mm-hmm. they can't commit to a cell phone carrier no. they can't you know they can't they can't commit to anything they don't even have a freaking hobby because no. a hobby is a commitment it's right. something that you do that you enjoy no hobbies no hobbies oh i mean unless you consider xbox and PlayStation a hobby I don't know, because men a lot of men are very committed to the Xbox and the PlayStation. This is true. This, Th- is true. this and, and
1: you know that's something that they use also to relieve their their stress. Yeah, um, you know, but I I think that uh, to get back to what we're saying, it, it's very stressful to be dating. You know, because we do have people that are normal that still left,
0: and I think that everybody's pretending. <laughs> Every, everybody is pretending to some extent. Either they're pretending or they're just not in the game. Right. Like, they've decided that they're just not they going to be. Yeah, they checked out. And it's sad because I'm watching the years creep up. And I'm like, I'm about to be 39. Then I'm going to be 40, (laughs) I'm going to be 41, and I am still single. (laughs) You're getting closer to (laughs) me. Getting closer, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I'm still single because I do want companionship. Like, I was very clear on that very, you know, early on that I do want companionship. Marriage was always like, I don't Mm -hmm, know. mm -hmm, But, you know, as I'm evolving and understanding, mm -hmm. you know, the importance of marriage, when we're talking about building wealth, because you got to bring it back, right? Right, right, right. Building wealth as a Mm -hmm. black community, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. marriage is a very big part of that. very
1: important it's very important people want to poo-poo on it all the time and you know they've even mentioned like with me and my husband oh well why did you guys get married so early you know we got married early there was a lot of bumps in the road I'm not going to say that it was an easy thing but at the end of the day you know looking back and looking forward um 22 years later you know uh I'm looking at my friends, you know, the ones that were like, let's wait, let's wait. And nothing happened. Do you know what I mean? Because just they were waiting. just waiting. <laughs> they're still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> they were waiting for <laughs> someone to come from the sky and, you know, and swoop them off their feet or, or whatever the case may be. And now they're like, where are the people? You know, now they looking and, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like hindsight is twenty twenty. I almost feel like you kind of just kind of jump jump in there and see what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I have told my friends that I am waiting for the next wave of divorces. Mm. Okay. Because I feel okay. like a lot of good men mm-hmm. got married early, mm-hmm. probably too early, didn't really understand, or was trying to do the right thing, right? right? right, right you know, right, got right. somebody pregnant mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, felt like they mm-hmm, would do the right mm-hmm. thing and gave it a good 10 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now they're done.
1: Right. And realized this was not for me right. or this person wasn't for me, which is fine. It which happens is fine. All
0: the time. But they still made that commitment. Mm-hmm. So I know that they have the ability to right, commit. Right. And now I feel like I'll probably get the better end of the stick because now they made, you know, yeah, figured yeah, out all yeah, their yeah, mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I
1: impatiently work. Waiting. And that's good because sometimes you know women will be like, oh, I don't want a man with baggage, and I'm like, honey, you got a lot of baggage too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're not getting something that's straight out of the box that's brand new. You know what I'm right. saying? As time goes on with age, there's going to be baggage. It's just whether or not if you're willing to deal with that baggage. Right. You know what I'm saying? On what level is that baggage? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen, he came. He was he was you know he's divorced. He's hurt. He maybe not trust anymore. But, you know, you guys got to grow together. They're still good people. I I believe that because, like I said, I keep on seeing these feeds on black love. And I'm just like, we're winning, you know? Yeah. If someone was to just be looking, if they didn't see all the other narrative that's out there about black people and just look on that black love feed, you'd be like, yo, black people
0: is doing it. Right. And that's I, I think that that's what keeps me hopeful And I think that I have a realistic lens toward it. Like, again, I know that I'm single now, but because I also have a strong faith in God, it could be stronger Mm -hmm. at times. But I believe that God's going to send me the person when it's right for me. Because when I look back even two, three years ago, Mm -hmm. well, let's yeah, three years ago before the pandemic. Let's say Mm -hmm. let's say four years ago. Mm -hmm. Let's let's take the pandemic Mm -hmm. part out of it. Where I was in life, in terms of like career, Mm -hmm. like my mind was still not necessarily like marriage minded. Mm -hmm. My actions weren't marriage minded. I hadn't really done a lot of self work at that time. Mm -hmm. So even if I did quote unquote meet this man, I probably would have fumbled the ball. Right, 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 right. So, you know. If, you know, I, I have a son already, you know, thank God I have, you know, uh, 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 a piece of legacy here. Right, right. right? The right? clock is not ticking. Yeah, the clock is not ticking for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and although some people, you know, may think that it should still be because, you know, they're like, where's the girl? And mm-hmm. your kid's 15, mm-hmm. you know, so it, it, it might be t- ticking for other people who are in my situation. But for me, it's not necessarily ticking. It's, it's not the thing that you need. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, the yeah. deal breaker. Exactly. Like I mean, that's the
1: thing. Some people are like if we can't have a child together, then we don't need to be. together. Right.
0: That is not my thing. No. My thing is more so the companionship, but right. God might still be like, you still need to be alone for a little bit. You still got a little, you know, little ways to go mm-hmm. before you meet this, you know, match of yours. Mm-hmm. So I am patiently waiting, but I am asking God, to please, you know, you know, in the next two years, please. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean? We ain't trying to be married to Jesus forever.
1: We love you, however. Listen, listen.
0: <laughs> in the next two years, please. Pre- preferably if I could meet this man in the next few months and then, you know, we figure it out from then. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. So I think that, I think that, you know, I think this episode was a good episode. Oh, very good
1: episode. I mean, I've got all the things that I've been Off holding in. Let
0: me tell you, Freddie <laughs> sends me messages. First of all, she knows how to get me on Instagram. She catches me on Facebook Messenger. I'm she a catches me, She catches me on, on uh, text messages. Sometimes I'm like, where was the last time I communicated with her? I, I forget my, I say that she has the memory of an elephant, and I used to be that way, but mm-hmm. life is lifing, and uh-huh. I am so absent-minded these days. So she's like, "I thought we were talking about this." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Uh-huh, no and then about, I'm like, uh-huh. "Oh, yes, this is it's starting to." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but Freddie, when she has her topics, she is like, "We are talking yes, about we are talking, this because I got things to talk about. <laughs> I got questions." She's like, "I need to get this <laughs> off my chest." <laughs> Well, we, we appreciate uh, Freddie's uh, investigative skills. Uh-huh. We appreciate her relentlessness. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about these, these uh, these I guess, I guess, these topics or <laughs> these individuals who are causing ruckus in our society. Mm. But... All right, either way, I mean, the show is back. The yes. fall is here. It's, it, I guess we're kind of like, you know how Grey's Anatomy, like mm-hmm, they have their mm-hmm, seasons, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. they're like, in June, they're like, all right, see you in September, guys. Yo, that's what we had to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We had to recalibrate. There was a lot going on, too. So, you know, we had to be realistic mm-hmm. about it. But we are back. We are back in tune. So there's going to be, you know, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of different things through the lens of us being Haitian-American women. Right. And so we're going to be talking about faith, love, What else?
1: Blackness, being a woman, you know, work issues. You know, whatever affects us, whatever I'm feeling, whatever Rita's feeling, we're just going to spill it out. (laughs) We're just going
0: to spill it out. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be like a verbal. (laughs) Verbal Verbal diarrhea. verbal diarrhea. We're just going to be like, guys, I need to vent. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we'll talk to you guys next time. That's good with me. All right. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>